What up? Uh, welcome to a podcast of Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 300. On this episode, I'm joined by Snappy and Skinny. We talk about the Patreon, Merch Shop, Joe Rogan, Michael K. Williams, Football Syrup, Family Business, Dad Jokes, Kids, China, Drake, and Kanye, Blues Clues, Video Games, Music, and a bunch of other shit. Uh, thanks for checking us out. What up? We're joined by Snappy and Skinny. What up? What up? What up? Uh, episode 300, which uh, I guess is a big deal. Dun, dun, dun. Fuck yeah. Um, that means we can quit at any time. And I feel like uh, we have met whatever quota we needed to. I mean, if fucking <laughs> they didn't catch on by now, I mean, what else could we do, you know, besides try harder? I, mean, I don't know how to do that. Keep on pushing. Keep on pushing. Um, <laughs> All right, we have Skinny here to check to make sure this computer doesn't crash out on us, hopefully, and we lose a whole segment about Joe Rogan. I have to fucking repeat. Um, but before that, uh, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash podcastmo. You go there and uh, give us a dollar more a month, get early access to all these podcasts, and you feel really cool. It makes you feel like a badass. People get on Twitter. They brag about it, and other people are like, God damn it, I wish I could do that shit. It's pretty cool. And then uh, we have a... Uh, Merch shop that they changed the goddamn name, but it used to be shop.spreadshirt.com slash a podcast and mode. Now it's like a podcast mode dot my spreadshop dot com. I yeah, think it's weird, <laughs> um, but it'll I just go to the discord and click the links. How I always get there. There you go. And then also replace a podcast mode with a the mode if you want a cool one with my picture on it. Um, cool shirt. I'm about to buy one myself and I feel weird about it, but I'm going to do it just for to own it. You know, at the very least. Got to. They look they look great. Definitely got on the black. <laughs> and, um, oh, I got to shout the co producers who are my mother, uh, Marshall Darmanish the Bear, Graveyard Entertainment, and It's Your Boy H2. And then again, if Hurricane wants to join us back, uh, you just you just get back on there, man. And you might not even fucking listen. If that's the case, and don't fucking join, I get it. <laughs> I wouldn't pay fucking money for stuff I don't listen to either. Um, all right, so yeah, the thing we lost last week was about fucking Joe Rogan, and then so much shit's happened since then that my points are all moot, I think <laughs> they would say. And uh, basically last week, uh, we were in the stage where Joe Rogan had COVID, and everyone was bitching about it, on like, or all the liberal friends I have were just sharing all these horse medicine memes, right? Like, oh, Joe Rogan taking horse medicine, and then... Because I listened to his podcast uh, with Dr. Weinstein and Dr. Corey, I've now looked up since last week, the other doctor's name. I remember them talking about all these studies and Harold, their whole thing was from like third world countries. They didn't have vaccines and they ended up giving their citizens a cybermectin because that's what they fucking had. And it's this thing that makes some uh, viral fucking worms or some shit not hook on the cells. And so they think if you take it, it can help prevent the viruses from latching on in your body or some shit. I'm a layman. I don't really know, you know, but the exact terms, but they explained it. And I was like, oh, I get it. And uh, so Joe Rogan announced that he's taking this shit with like a million other things. Like I'm now listening to his newest podcast where he came back, you know, he's back and healthy. And he took like an NDA drip, which is some shit where it's like just straight up the like um, the cure right here veins is what Trump had, you know, that cured him real quick and shit. So like Joe Rogan did all kinds of medicine shit, right? But one of those things were ivermectin. So then the liberal media, if you will, spent a lot of time bashing him for this. And then he gets better in one day. So now all that time you spent talking about 
oh, he's taking this dumb fucking medicine. Well, now everyone's going to say, well, it worked. Now, he took a bunch of other shit, too. But if you spend that much time bitching about it, but no one's turned around being like, uh, I've seen people down for weeks. Right. And he was down a day. So I don't know. I'm not trying to downplay COVID. I think it hits everyone different. I think he's a very in-health like in shape, healthy guy. I'm sure he was going to be fine either way, but uh, on his podcast, people are already bashing for it. He claimed he, if he didn't get super drunk one night, he's like, I don't think I would have got it. Cause I just take so many vitamins. And he was like, but I got so drunk. My immune system probably got lowered that night. And then the next morning I had it. And I'm like, Oh, that probably makes sense. But people are like, Oh, he thinks just cause you get drunk that gives it to you. He's like, he's a doctor. And like people are not also doctors on the internet. Oh, you my know, God. fucking talking about Joe Rogan. Not There's being a fucking doctor. experts on every subject. Yeah, so anyway, I just find it all crazy. And also, I just love Joe Rogan. I've been listening for years, and uh, I, you know, I'm going to defend and cape up for Joe Rogan because I'm like, man, he's like the most like open-minded, pretty fucking liberal, but everyone acts like he's a right-winger. Like, and I'm we, like, have you listened to his podcast right. ever? <laughs> we kind of like when we branched out on our own, Joe Rogan was it. We grew up with Joe Rogan, Fear Factor. He was fucking does all the fucking UFC shit. Right. I mean, we've said well, he's been in our lives for years. I mean, hell, he, he's like one of the guys. Dude. Yeah. And I mentioned last week that uh, it got cut, though, of my one of my first favorite Netflix things to watch on streaming was Joe Rogan's original Netflix special. And he's all like screaming about if dick pills work, the women would have giant vaginas. They had to fly around with their giant pussies, like flying squirrel people. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, this is crazy. I was just getting stoned fucking like, this is great. Fear Factor guy's killing it. You know, like that was my yeah. thought. I didn't know anything about news radio or any of that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, hilarious. that's to cover what we lost last week. Um, let's see. So 300 episodes seems pretty good. I'm going to make an effort to maybe go back and listen to some episodes. Honestly, I'm going to finally delete, uh, uh, powwow with Mo podcast. I mean, I saw those first 39 episodes. I feel like we should delete those. They're, they sound horrible. I've just had them there in case someone really wanted to listen, but I can go ahead and remove those. And um, I need to go back and listen to some episodes and then I can do some recaps on these of like, all right, man, back on episode whatever. I said this dumb shit. <laughs> and we could talk about that. Um, yeah. And then also, I think we should invite Skinny to just be on normal episodes if he wants to. I, mean, I know you're busy and shit sometimes. Um, you know, because why not? You know, why fuck not? <laughs> That's where I'm at. You know, make it. Uh, we have the capabilities. Mm. We can make it faster, stronger, faster, stronger. Whatever. Um, Kanye. <laughs> all right, some very sad shit that happened. Um, I love the wire. Me and Coop are on season five of the wire currently, mm. oh, and yeah. uh, I mean, I just every time we finish an episode, I'm like top ten TV show on any list. And if you don't, then you don't get it. I mean, I, if you've watched it and you're like, it's not good, it's like then you just don't get it. Like. It touches on like the politics all the way down to the street kid and how they all interweb. You know, it's just like it's fucking perfect. Like, I don't know. I'm like, oh my God. Every time I watch it, like, or when I've been watching it this time, I'm like, this guy's a genius. Whoever the fuck, you know, wrote this, like the way it all makes sense. Um, but the guy who plays Omar, who is the best character, arguably, maybe in any TV show, but definitely in The Wire, um, he died this week of an overdose and everything he's in, his name is Michael K. Williams. He's amazing. Like I've never seen him in anything that I didn't love him. Uh, if you've seen boardwalk empires, another show of mine, I fucking love. And he's the black dude. Now that's like the leader of the black mafia or whatever, you know, set in the twenties or whenever that is thirties. And he has this big scar on his face. So like, that's how yeah. most people know him. And he's super dark skin, but fighting the bar. Yeah. He's uh he's great. He's fucking great. I mean, what was uh, Lovecraft Country was the last thing I probably watched him in, and he was good in that. But Omar is an awesome character because he's gay, but also like 
a gangster thug who robs drug dealers. She's like, see, we're just such a complicated character. They're like, <laughs> fucking a shotgun. <laughs> yeah. And he'd go up on people and be like, you know, you don't want to die. Just give me your gut, you know, drugs. And they would just fucking hand over their drugs. And he's such, such a good character. Um, but like the last episode I watched the wire before the news of him dying was the episode in season five where he's coming back. And it was like, Oh, I just watched the episode where he's coming back, man. And he just saw the news. He died. So I'm sure I'll be done with the wire by the time this episode comes out, but I'm glad Coopy finally, decide to walk you know because for years she's like i don't know if i'm gonna walk you know and i think it is pitched very much as like a black show right because it was on bt when we were in high school they play like the reruns you remember that i uh, know i don't remember oh, i totally remember this because i remember it was it edited as fuck like 2007 and i would try to watch it. it and i couldn't stand it when i would see edited shit and i'd be like oh, i don't want to watch this or whatever um but i just think most people don't think they would enjoy it when i'm like it has nothing to do with race i mean it is about race because it's baltimore and there's a lot of black people but there's white people too yeah. and it's just how like the fucking man makes keeps the people down you know through all these fucking ways man so the wire's the best god damn it it's a great man it's pretty great um so what you been up to skinny oh nothing man uh i don't know living the dream i guess working kids and being a football dad being a football dad and basketball dad hell yeah the girls are playing basketball i'm guessing Oh, this is playing basketball. Other one, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if your boy will ever be tall enough. Man, he plays ball, oh. and he just we'll see. I mean, they're all quick and short aggressive right little yeah. fucker. He they use him for their little aggressive shit. I just assume between you and his mother, I mean, he can't get too incredible. If he he could, got speed on he him. He, he's a thick little fast little fucker. He's like his mom, his mom shade with my <laughs> speed. That's like a, that fucking nose guard I had from fucking yeah. Davis. I couldn't keep up with that motherfucker. Is that what he plays? What's he playing football? Uh, see now they've, um, they got him as a, they got him on the line until so he's doing like well, a, when they're little kids they make them weigh and shit and then if you weigh so much you have to play the line I think. Like he's just a little short little aggressive little fucker they just yeah. use him for and he's and, getting back there. You know, if you're thick you're going to be on the line somewhere unless you're a fast fullback i mean he can end up being no, like i a, mean i remember it at least ours was different we didn't play we played for our school uh-huh. but like uh, you know how it is here like ada's gonna play whoever the high school's playing the junior high plays or whatever right? like kind of that works um for my school whatever reason in fifth and sixth grade we were in an independent league that was in duncan oklahoma with all their like small elementary schools and other local mm-hmm. teams and it was just like a different i don't know it was just an odd sort of uh yeah, this is the mix first or whatever. For this shit. And yeah, they made you wait. If you weighed 125 pounds or more, then you had to play on the line or whatever their weight, 115, mm-hmm. whatever it was. And if you did, you put a, had to put a fucking X on your helmet. There were no rules how big the X had to be, but in general, there was this big fucking just tape, right? On the fat kid? On the fat kids, right? <laughs> and uh, if you went over whatever. And my friend Jared, who is not a fat kid, but he weighed more than that because he was fucking like five years ahead of us in puberty. You know, like he was the first one with a beard body hair you know like jared was just fucking way older than us and i remember he weighed more and so they put him as a tight end and they put the uh x really small on his head and then they would sometimes sub him in at running back and he would just fucking run over again like so and our coach knew it was cheating but was like well we need it you know when we really and yeah, we never yeah. we didn't win shit or anything <laughs> we never, no we never, they never brought out no scales but once we were in junior high like seventh grade and then it was just like it was with high school where you're playing other Schools like that, yeah, there was none of that. And then some kids that were too old to play in fifth and sixth grade, that I was like, why isn't this huge fucking kid playing? They're like, he got held back too much. I'm like, I don't, what? And they're like, there's an age limit for the league we're in. And then as soon as we're in seventh grade, they're all of a sudden playing. Yeah. Seventh grade was the first uh, year I got to play. Yeah, me too. Same. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess the fifth and the sixth was good, but then again, who knows how many concussions? Then, at the school I went to, it's a small. It was a three A school at the time. I think they're four A now. Or no, oh, they're still three A in football. But I had a brother two years older than me, and he was playing center nose guard. So guess what? Oh, you go play what your brother played, and that's yeah. I played center the first five games or so, and I hated it. It's fucking stressful. Yeah, I honestly, it was weird <laughs> that someone's hand was on my balls the whole time. I was like, wow, this is so awkward. Man, it just had my best friend happen to be the quarterback, man. So he's uh, used to his hands being on no, your balls. It wasn't a big deal. I was just comfortable <laughs> around close. a dude, and he wasn't gay. I wasn't gay. He wasn't, wasn't I mean, okay. it's all about being gay. Uh, it just and is, really, there was like different places. Didn't like, get touched so, much at that age. But like, you, you had to switch quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, as I came to college and had several different quarterbacks, Every motherfucker holds their hands different. And there was one particular dude that, man, he would snatch his hands back before I got the ball up and I fucking racked myself. It pissed me off. Right. I, yeah. We had uh, two girls that played uh, in junior high. And part of me is like, it really, it kind of ruined a lot of our experience. Like, I mean, if, if I'm going to be like a selfish male about it, right? I was like, it kind of fucking, like, there were certain shit we couldn't do. We got a lot of like, hey, knock it off. Wim- girls are here. And you're like, well, they shouldn't fucking be. Like, I don't know. You know, I know it's a bit <laughs> right. too crazy. But then the coach would always do shit like, we're going to teach them a lesson. So guess what? They're going against you today because you're going to hit them really. Like, I was decent, you know, at football for my grade. And I always felt awkward doing it. But of course, I was like, well, I'm going to run them over. Yeah, because you're going to like, I was into anyone. You know, that'd be be on on campus eyeballing you and talking to the (laughs) So we had one girl um, who was in my class first that did it and uh, she never played or whatever. And she wasn't that good. And I don't think she listened or anything, but like she wasn't ever going to like really play. And uh, but it was like whatever. And then they go, you know, shower at a whole different place went shower established like that. And uh, then the next year in ninth grade, another girl joined with her who was like, would beat the shit out of me, right? Like I watched her beat the shit out of a senior when we were freshmen in the hallway and beat her head up against the locker. She's a big old angry woman, right? Like a woman in ninth grade. But when she put on pads, I mean, I was fucking her up, right? In practice, right? I mean, it just was no thing. But like in real life, I was like, oh no, 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 I'm not fucking. With her. So it, it was strange the way that. Uh, but she just wasn't built for football, right? Or whatever. I don't know. So that's where my, th- I always think about how that was weird. But my friend, dude, who's the quarterback, uh, when that girl went, the mean one, she played center when we were running shotgun during some drive at the end of a game, right? And the coach gets all excited because we're about to score and he calls some play that all of a sudden, dude has to be under center and his hands are now under her. And he's like, he doesn't know what to do. His hands like kind of going, but he's like looking at the clock. So we're like in a pistol. Like he's like one step back or whatever. And like he fumbled it. It was like a whole fucking shit show, but it was fun. Well, that had, I mean, that, that had to be weird for that kid, man. Yeah. It had to be. Yeah. And we also had this scenario in junior high where uh, my friend, dude, I mentioned he was always like the quarterback type. But then for some reason, they wanted this other kid, Dell, in my class to start being the quarterback because his dad was the quarterback fucking 30 years ago. And Dell was tall as fuck, but he just wasn't coordinated like that, right? And so they had put Dell in, and he would fumble it or like something, and we'd, we'd be like, "God damn it!" And then in high school, all of a sudden, like, let's put Dell at defensive end because he's the tallest fucking kid on the team. And then all of a sudden, he just starts swallowing people up, like fucking. Oh um, yeah. You know, but I remember in junior high being like, "Why are we putting him at fucking quarterback?" And I'd be so <laughs> pissed about it. <laughs> um, for sure, man. Exactly, <laughs> Karen. Um. Other football news. I saw the Redskins have the first white cornerback in the NFL since 2003. Oh, shit. Isn't that the craziest dad? That's I thought a long it was longer time. than that. Maybe it's about. I thought they said 2003. Oh. But uh, that's impressive. I'm not saying it's racist or anything. I'm just that's crazy. It's crazy that there hasn't been any white corners 
they've been on a roster. Man, I grew up with uh, the walk-on Bill Bates for the Cowboys. He was a badass white dude. He ran. He was in on a nickelback and special teams. That motherfucker come across and fucking hit you in the mouth. Yeah, I mean, there, well, there have been white safeties. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then I started thinking, I was like, I can't think of one fucking white cornerback. Yeah, I never heard of that. Man. It's weird to even think Who about. Who was the last one? <laughs> I don't know. Do I don't even know him. <laughs> there's people like, they were on rosters, but I don't think, uh, yeah, they're not known like that. It's very interesting. Very interesting. That is, yeah. Um, Fun fact. <laughs> let's see if I have anything else. Oh, I was the only thing else about football is that I chose not to do fantasy again this year, but I am going to try to just actually watch football. It started today as yeah. we're recording. As we're recording, the Cowboy game is going on, so Snappy's making a big sacrifice. So never forget it. Um, you know, he remember that one. Then. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and, uh, Seven right now. <laughs> shit. And um, yeah, so anyway, I'm going to try to get back into football, but I do feel like fantasy was definitely ruining football for me. You know, I was checking in like, well, what would so-and-so do? You know, it didn't really matter. And uh, I didn't watch any fucking football last year, fantasy at all. And that was pretty cool. So that year I'm just going to give up fantasy again. And we'll see how it goes. But that's where I'm at on football for anyone who cares. Um, you know, maybe watch some Packers game with Skinny. Hell yeah. <laughs> Let's go, Big Pack. Yeah. Because I don't think we're going to get too many uh, Jacksonville Jaguar games on the local <laughs> TV stations. If Man, I you might have if Tebow had a. Yeah, that's true. Had a made the team. Could have got. Hell, he got a though. job the day he got fired. Can from there, didn't he? Well, ain't he already a When you put your a... faith in God, good things happen to you. But people like us oh, are fucking dear. dipshits, oh, and we don't. Yeah. Got to go to the. I'm going go to gonna stay, I'm gonna stick man. with my Joe Boo. Evident shows we're fucked. Um, all right, so I spent some dumb money this week. Um, you know, I'm already broke, so I guess the time's out of my life. But uh, I bought some expensive ass syrup, and Ooh, so I mentioned this on Twitter. Yeah, the Texas tea? No, no, not that. I wish. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we know, let me know, but um, sure. at this moment, I go to Walmart a couple weeks ago because I bought Hungry Jack microwavable bottle syrup for like my whole life, right? So when I was a kid, I'd say that at my grandparents' house every Saturday night forever and go to church with them in the morning and um, connected back to God there. And every other week, my grandfather would make French toast. And that's why I can make French toast now because I watch him do it every fucking other week. And we had this one syrup that we put in the microwave and it would tell you on a little fucking label when it's hot. It has like a little sticker on it like the fucking beer tells you it's cold and shit. I've never heard of this. Oh, it's great. Um, and so anyway... I got Koopy on board years ago because she had some big ass tall syrup that didn't fit in the fucking fur microwave. And I was like, what is this shit? And we got to buy the fucking short shit that you can put in the microwave. And so it also tastes good, I guess I would say. And That's so I'm just good. addicted to the Hungry Jack syrup. And anytime I got go to Brahms and get their syrup, I'm like, ugh, this is gross. I like the sugar water of the other shit because I know it's not real syrup. Fucking Canadians, if you're listening. But anyway, go to Walmart. They don't have it. I look it up on the little app. No Hungry Jack syrup in that whole fucking building. I was like, weird. So I go to another grocery store the next week. No Hungry Jack syrup. So then I look it up, and they were, they have decided to do away with the microwavable bottle. Then what everyone knows, it's not because it's unsafe. They just decided consumers don't prefer the microwavable bottle anymore. And I'm like, you're dead fucking wrong, Hungry I write Jack. Them, write them an email. They'll give you a coupon off. Jer Jerry Maybe. does it all the time. <laughs> well, what I did was immediately go to Amazon, topped it in. 
And these are $20 bottles of syrup. And I was Dang. like, well, I might be the last one I ever get. <laughs> so I bought this syrup. Now, they say they're going to come out with normal, like some tall bottles. So my plan is I'm going to just own that bottle forever and keep putting the new syrup well, in it. You'll get your money's worth then. Right. And Kubi's like, this bottle's going to be so fucking disgusting. There's no way you're going to do this. I, I was like, a fun- get a funnel. Yeah. Keep a bottle clean. I'm trying. I need. I need you. I'm not that that type of person. <laughs> Tupperware, man. Shit. <laughs> and Koopy's like, well, my grandma just puts it in this little dish in the microwaves, and I was like, I guess, but yeah, it ain't the same. Yeah, this motherfucker tells you when it's hot. Speaking of hungry, Jack, one of them uh, summers I went to Dad's in Warica. He sent me in with a couple bucks to you know get some biscuits. You know, he's gonna have some biscuits. Butter and I biscuits. come back out with this hungry Jack, and he's like, "Where's the change?" I'm like, "Threatening." He goes, "What the hell did you get?" He's wanting them fucking four four dollar motherfuckers. I got in trouble for buying hungry yeah. Jack, but by God, we got home and they were good. Right, man. Uh-huh. I don't know. I'm, I maybe these quality. are my problems, as I care too much about shit like that. But yeah, man, I'm like it's worth a little money for some good shit, in my Whatever. opinion. Like, can't put a price on your happiness. Uh, oh, there he loved them too. He just, you know, worked for uh Floyd. So right. That is true. My parents, uh, let's see, two days from the day this episode comes out, should be opening their liquor store. That's uh, crazy. I helped them, my mom for all of 10 minutes before I decided I will probably never help them again with another thing. No offense to them. It's just not going to work. They don't understand me. And I'm not nice enough to change, I guess, <laughs> the way I'll explain it. Uh, this is how the situation happened. My mom's like, I need help with this Facebook page shit. And so I said, all right, when you're logged in as you, you'll make a page. And then that page, you make sure you make a business page and name whatever, whatever. Fucking hits me up the next day. Uh, gives me login information. I log into it to make to upload pictures for or whatever. And I'm like, hey, you didn't make a page. You made a person. So <laughs> now you got a person named whatever liquor store, you know. And I go, so I'm going to make a page because that's how you have to do it to have the business hours on that shit you want. But when people look this up, it's going to look stupid. That's exactly how I worded it. It's going to look stupid. Because, well, if you're just going to speak hateful, and got all crazy, right? And got all fucking pissed at me. Because that's how I am with my parents. I I know it's crazy to think about, but like me and my parents, just I can't talk to them. Because I talk normal like I talk to y'all. And I know I'm kind of mean sometimes. But most people know me, though. I just let it go. But they get so fucking sensitive. And what's annoying even more is they call me sensitive. And then I'm all like, whatever. I don't know. Y'all fucking cry about everything. So whatever. And so I go, all right, mom. Well, then how about I never fucking do anything else for you after I finish this page? I get it all finished. And then I let her know what the deal is. And then three times this week, she's called me like, well, it's kind of confusing between having the person and the page. I was like, I know. That's why I said to delete it because it looks stupid. And you fucking got all crazy, you know, so. I've just learned very quickly, like, I don't think I should help with this endeavor um, <laughs> because I'm going to be mean, <laughs> I guess. Damn it, yeah, look like you're look like old Uncle Rick had a had a few things stopped. Mad, mad Dog 2020 is all I seen stock. the Mad yeah. Dog 2020 and it looked like a uh, what's that other uh, those little those little bitty bottles uh, R&R. Yeah, looked like yeah. he might have had some R&R in there. I don't know. Yeah, he's trying to get some. He took he asked a bunch of people what they would want. And then they're trying to get like certain things that people claim they would like. But I was like, well, what people say they would want and what people buy might be different. Yeah, you need to keep your cheap bottles. Right. Yeah, on the bottom shelf, you need though. Tabarski. I mean, I, when I lived in that goddamn town and I gave money to my cousin aunt, Tammy, you know, she's my cousin, but she's like kind of like my aunt. And uh, <laughs> I give her $5. She'd come back with a bottle of Tabarski for me, you know. And I was like, hell yes. You know, might throw them a few more dollars. Yeah, probably then, he'll probably need some Kentucky Deluxe, some Jim Beam. Uh, and then you can Daniels. make a marijuana pipe out of the Tabarski bottle. 
just like you can a can. And then, you know, that's the double whammy, if you will. That's how we did it in Where You Go, Oklahoma, when I was sure then. coming up. Um, all right. I guess to get off that shit. Oh, speaking of my dad, I wrote this random note. And I see, you know, see all thing with dad jokes. And I enjoy dad jokes, like the concept of them. But my father did not do what like puns you know like that's different things of dad jokes or puns and shit like that my dad never did that so when people call it a dad joke i do think it's weird i'm like did everyone's dad really do that or have we just decided that that's what we call them now because i don't know it's an odd thing we call it dad jokes is where all thing i'm getting at right i got you because most people that do it are like they're, they're 20 <laughs> yeah or, you know or what like, i don't know it's just it's weird it's a weird I, thing i guess they're gonna make fun it's of reason for kids to make fun of their parents yeah, I guess my dad's jokes were he would sing a country song with my name in it and then just do that. <laughs> do that dance. And then uh, I'd be like, are you fucking serious? But not. But as a kid, so I'd be like, oh, my God. He'd be like, Aaron, I've been thinking a long night. And I'd be like, what the fuck are you singing? Like, oh, my God, I get up my nerves so much. So anyway, somehow that did not turn into... Cool. <laughs> cool thing. <laughs> so someday I'm gonna you. I'm gonna get in the country music maybe. Um, Country's good. <laughs> something that kind of connects all this I have randomly on my note here is the way we treat kids is so different over the last like hundred years. I mean you can say two hundred years even maybe, but yeah. like a hundred years ago kids were working in factories or whenever the jungle set. That's the book that like shows them. But they were like your feet, like all your kids getting in your kids. Uh, None of them are young enough. I guess your youngest is probably too young, but all the rest uh, would all be working in a factory right now, given what economic class we're all in. If this was like a hundred something years ago, you'd be like, well, go to fucking work. And then they'd be like in a canning factory, just canning peaches or some shit. <laughs> and like, there's all these pictures of these little fucking children working machines. And your idea now, like your kids having a job and like having to go clock in and like, be responsible yeah. and like, you couldn't even imagine. I can't it. fathom that. I've seen <laughs> them do chores around the house. That shit wouldn't work. And so, you know, they started finding like kids' fingers and cans and shit because, and like that's why it all stopped. And they had like eventually unions came and all that and helped all these things. But that was totally a way of life. And what changed it, uh, besides all those laws, it was after the veterans came back from World War II, they had like all this like energy and gumption of like we're gonna be awesome that's like when yards came were invented before that people didn't really have yards and shit but they all of a sudden were like i'm gonna spoil my kid and then they made the baby boomers where all those kids that got spoiled and told they need everything and then that's per through now everyone thinks that like that i need to give my kid everything but that's fairly new it's a fairly new thing no i disagree i i have different beliefs i usually get overruled but i have different beliefs right i think they don't need that much shit for sure, for sure. And I it, agree. I mean, I think I was spoiled and even didn't even own that much. You know, like, I think my mom did a good job. Like, I never did without, but I also didn't get, like, every video game I ever wanted, you know, or, yeah. or even close. I, most games I bought myself through, like, mowing lawns and shit. But, like, every once in a while, I would get rewarded with something. Like, oh, I'll buy you a VHS tape at the store, and you go to that fucking bin, and you're like, awesome yeah. powers, bitches. <laughs> uh, so. I mean, like, it's like, they don't get, like, tons of shit throughout the year, but, like, my wife does overload her to Christmas. Like, it's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, my mom wasn't going out on Christmas 
I mean, unless they happen to have just money or some shit. But in general, I'd say Salvation Army line. Oh, shit, we get some socks, underwear, toothbrush, and one decent sized gift. Yeah, right, that's right. We had one, your one big gift, whatever that that's was. That's what we called it. One big, we had a one big. And then, uh, yeah, some random shit. And then for me, growing up, it was like the night before Christmas, you get to pick one. And if I pick the big ones, I'd always try to. They're like, no, you know, that's the second yeah. Genesis or whatever the fuck I was getting that year, you know? And um, anyway. Good times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, speaking of Sega Genesis, China banned video games for kids um, in their country. You know, I like to keep an eye on China because they're going to rule the world someday in case people don't get it. You know, since we're all fucking America can't be number one all over the goddamn world, China's going to take over. As long as we use um, China products, right? Yeah. Well, if they take Taiwan, it's all, it's going to be a whole thing. I know people don't give a fuck or think about it, but the day China goes, by the way, Taiwan's ours. It's not an independent nation anymore. And then everything we fucking depend on in America and in the European uh, Union all goes through Taiwan. It's going to be a whole thing. You can't possibly make me believe that it is cheaper to ship lumber across the goddamn ocean than it is to fucking cut a tree down and make it right here. Bullshit. They they ship it from here to Taiwan and back here. (laughs) Crazy. I'm calling bullshit. Uh, they yeah. say they can sort them better there. Uh, it's already fucking taxed five times by the time I get it. Y'all should watch, if you care about lumbering at all, uh, there's a show on Netflix or in Alaska where this dude's chopping down. It's called Big Timber, I think. It's pretty good. It's like a reality show, if you will. I watched all of it very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> it was so stupid. Um, so anyway, China bans gaming uh, to where kids can only play one hour a day on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. From like 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. Like a certain time. Not just like one hour whenever, but like from 7 to 8 p.m. under, you know, children under whatever age can play video games. And that's it. And then already within one week, adults have been selling their accounts to children so they can play whenever. So like, I think it's a funny example of like capitalism winning out even in this communist place where people are like, I'm just like, yeah, you're depriving my child of his video games. Right. Well, because there are people like, like, I know I've explained it a little once before. It's like, it's like Hunger Games. In China, in a way, like they have certain districts can, that are allowed to do certain things, certain freedoms that other districts aren't. And you're like, well, that's fucking strange. Like, it's crazy. Okay. I'm interested in it, but there's some humanitarian shit, you know, that probably needs to uh, be looked at. Um, all right, Skinny, the reason you're here, if you listen to uh, any rap music, you know, like Drake's album or Kanye's oh, yeah. album. I listen to Drake's album and listen to Kanye's album. Last week, I mentioned Kanye's album. There's a few songs I liked, but I was like, I felt like it was kind of overhyped by people. And everyone just had an opinion, you know, like out the ass about everything. Yeah. And uh, then Drake's album came out. And in general, my take is I I like old Kanye better, you know, the new Kanye. Right. So when I listen, I'm like, fuck, I just like his old stuff better. Uh-huh. But production wise, it was the beats were way better. I mean, oh, yeah. the, the production, production was very, good. The mixing good. was so good. You're like, sounds well, clear. Pretty sounds good. Way good. And then Drake's come out and Drake sound like it could have came out in 2010. Yeah. And it been the exact it same sounds, thing. It, does sound it sounds dated. old. It sounds like all old Drake songs. Um, I mean, even like Rick Ross and Lil Wayne's verse sounded like he got him. He could have got him any time in the last 10 years, you know? And so I wasn't a big fan of Drake's album in general. I didn't heart as many songs. I will say, um, that I did on Kanye. So I was like, huh? Interesting. Cause I thought I would like Drake's a lot more going into it. And I was like, Oh, that is not how it worked out for me. Nope. Not that I'm out there. Like Karen on Twitter, people give, <laughs> I know you don't see us sad, but people give a fuck a lot about which album you care more about. And then whatever you say, people will judge you on like, Oh, you're team Kanye. Well, I thought you'd be team Drake's. So we're not for, I'm unfollowing you. Like shit's weird. <laughs> no, that, sound, that sounds stressful. Yeah, I know. it is is what it is man there is like i've realized in the pot business these growers they have feelings like musicians man they get straight butt hurt i bet so 
Yeah, you don't they, like their they're flour? Right. They put a lot I mean, of work If you don't make the, the the appropriate facial reaction, they get butt hurt. I need to like wear my mask again. Because there was one the other day. Dude, I've had I, some moments in my job where my face has been like, Ooh. A dude quoted a price the other day and I chuckled out loud. I didn't mean to, but it was already over with. I was like, I'm not making fun of your pot. It looks great, but I'm not paying that today, tomorrow, any day. I said, Croptober's coming up. The prices are going down, not up. He was like 600 more than anybody I've ever heard of. Yeah. Thank good business. Like yeah. And I laughed before I left. He said he'd sell it to me for my price. <laughs> Well, there you go. So you got to say because I was honest. Win a winner, chicken dinner. Yeah, that's a win, win, win scenario. I know, but I didn't mean to chuckle on a, you know. Right. It happens. Uh, oh, people this week also cared a great deal about Blues Clues. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he gave, he gave her a turn message that he still cares about you. And there you. you go. Now, here's my problem with it. Um, I think I'm, I know I'm the youngest out of us three, and I'm. 33 if I, I have to do the math <laughs> and i would say i'm the absolute oldest you could be to where you would have watched steve leave because i didn't i was too old by the time steve left blues clues yeah i was done watching blues clues right yeah. i mean i remember the first season or whatever because yeah. i was there an episode or two i just i really didn't want right you i think it'll be way out of that demographic you know the nick jr with mr face and all yeah. that and i remember that shit that was great i mean we gotta so go back to peewee playhouse for me right and i'm just seeing all these people that i know are like five years older than me or just you know at least all being like oh i miss steve and i'm like you were weird as fuck or you're lying and you right. didn't watch it like i it's so odd i've seen it episodes i did see i thought he was a goofy bastard <laughs> yeah i mean i didn't oh, know. let's go I mean, even as a child, because it's a child show, you know, uh, that was like one of the first early ones. It's like you as a kid have to participate with the TV and it, it's not really about the plot. It's about your involvement. And so I got over it really quick because I grew up on like X-Men animated series, which shouldn't have been over a kid. But like we're watching like real fucking plot, like cartoons and fucking violence and shit. And then they're like, oh, yeah, now I'll go to daycare and watch fucking Nick Jr. And I was like, this is it's kind of boring, bro. That's, that was my yeah, thought process. <laughs> what is this? Uh, but anyway, I did, he, he really blew up. And then someone showed a picture of there's some movie and it has all three of the, the hosts that have been with blue. And it looked just like an anime poster. Not that they're going to make like a real one, but if they made like a fucking blues clues movie with all the hosts. I'd be like, that would be pretty epic. I'm not that I would watch it. Cause again, I don't know what the fucking plot would be. Blue putting fucking prints on shit. Is that still how Checking the show the mail. goes? Yeah. I mean, here's the mail. It never fails. To this day, if someone starts singing it, I think everyone starts singing. I mean, like that's Mail. the shit. <laughs> it's also I feel Koopy hates the SpongeBob SquarePants. She hates it, right? Oh my god, my eighteen year old he he run me on SpongeBob, right? And it makes me a little upset because I liked early SpongeBob. I mean, I didn't hate it, you know. I thought it was all right. And Koopy's is like, if you mention SpongeBob, I'm out of here. Like she fucking hates it, hates it. And but if I'm like, <laughs> start singing the theme song, she starts singing it because I'm like that theme song yeah. is perfect. Yeah, <laughs> we need a, we're having a theme song conversation someday. Oh yeah, I guess it start popping my head. <laughs> um, that's why we mention it. Um, start singing away. All right, last thing I have, and then we talk about whatever. Uh, is there was this PlayStation Five event today? Skinny's giving up on video games. We're trying to get him back eventually, and uh, but they had this event showing off up. all these games coming out, you know, and different I shit. Give up. <laughs> and uh, the one game that stuck out to me was actually two, but the main one was this game called Forspoken. 
I don't even remember what it's about now. I just put it on my list because I was like, I'm going to mention that game. So if someday it becomes fucking huge and I'm listening back on this episode, I'm like, I knew the first time I saw it, that <laughs> game was great. Uh, but anyway, Game for Spoken looked pretty dope. And then they're doing a Knights of the Old Republic remake, which means nothing to y'all. But there was a Star Wars video game that was on Xbox, like the original Xbox. And it was amazing. And they announced they're remaking it and it's going to be for PlayStation only, which I'm like, what the, that's crazy. So, um, I'm pretty excited about that because I loved it in high school and I'm like, well, hopefully it's good. Yeah, my son said he's waiting on a package. He ordered a PlayStation 5, I guess. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, Your oldest one? Yeah, and speaking of him, man, it's been a bittersweet week. Uh, I moved him into OSU Elk Mogi Tech School up there. He's going to the HVAC program. You know, it's just hard to see my boy leave. Right. You know, because I didn't even get, you know, custody until two years ago. Yeah. So, you know, it was just... I wasn't ready for it. it he, I mean, you know, I have an older daughter, but he was the first one that made me a dad, you know, because of my right. dynamics. Right. And, uh, yeah, so probably the reason I ain't jealous because of him, you know. He yeah. was born and I tightened up. Yeah, well, she had the so, whole uh, hair lift thing, which I think probably Clef, was like more of a wake-up call. Clef Whip, Clef uh, Palette. Um, he had about 10 surgeries, man. He's a He's a good kid, man. Right. He's a trooper, survivor, fighter, man. First time I met him, he was playing Binding of Isaac, so that's why I like him. I know it's yeah, a weird uh, judgment. He, but. He's super respectful. He wants to, you know, make good money. So, like, he even like, dated a girl one time. This way, one time, and uh, I was like, what happened to that girl? He's like, man, Dad, she didn't have good morals, so I had to let her go. <laughs> and I was like, hell yeah! I raised a good one. Yeah, I mean, who knows what that means, though? <laughs> who knows? Uh... Hey, Here we go with these kids. Moral oral. <laughs> Didn't hey, that man. very good. Moral. I know, I, I, know <laughs> I wouldn't have said that when I was that age. I'd be like, oh, yeah? Uh, how old is he? Uh, he's 18. Trying to think. Eh, I was 18. I was saying some dumb shit to my parents. That was when I was, I was going to Wallfield. When I was his age, I was definitely starting down the path of making horrible choices. So hopefully that doesn't happen. But, yeah, but he didn't have the previous three years of acting out like I, I did. And, you know, I, I went to parties and shit like that. Right. He did. I mean, I, I was friends with uh, some cool kids. I went to parties, but I didn't really participate. Like I might drink a beer here or there, but I wasn't getting crazy. But for whatever oh, reason, did. my senior year, uh, I remember it so well. I'm sure I've told before I went and picked up my friend Jonathan from his dad's house. His dad kicked him out. Because they got in an argument because Jonathan spent money buying a DVD player for his truck. And so that he'd have little DVD players on the back of his seats. And his dad thought that was a fucking stupid thing. And they got in this big fight because they were real stubborn. And then he kicked him out of his house. And so I drove all the way 30 minutes away this whole other town, pick up Jonathan and drive him back to his mom's house. Me and my friend Andrew, who were taking college classes, we done current, current enrollment. And on the way back, we're like, man, no one's ever asked us to smoke pot. Let's go find some pot. And then our friend Andrew, who was driving, was like, oh, my brother can get some. And then for whatever reason, we decided to buy some pot. And then after that, we just smoked pot. And it was great. And everyone, I was like, why'd they lie about this my whole life? And then before I knew it, I'm in Dallas fucking doing goddamn lines of coke at a park with some fucking people. And I'm like, man, this shit went downhill so fast. And then so eventually before graduation, I was like, let's be chill. Let's chill out for a second. His sister, tried. his older sister tried to bait him a few times into smoking a little Chiba. And he's always said, no, man, this dude won't even drink soda. Right. Well, I don't think everyone... I mean, if I uh, had a kid or if I could redo it, I wish I waited a little longer until I smoked weed and did some drugs. Yeah. I'm like, I'm glad um, all my experiences, I am 
I'm sure there's probably a few I would be like, look at that. I probably shouldn't have done that. Or maybe I wouldn't want to. But in general, I'm glad <laughs> I know what all the drugs do. Yeah. Like there's people right now that'll be like, oh, these people on, you know, whatever, whatever drug. And they have some idea. And I'm like, you're so wrong. And you can't really correct them unless you want to give away the fact that you've done these drugs. But you're like, I know, I know. And you well, don't fucking know. You know, well, you get that the, those moments. At the same time, I wasn't one of these parents that tried to hide that shit. I fucking told them all the bad shit I did in college. Fucking told them all the bad drugs, all my stupid stories. And they wanted nothing to do with any of that shit. They realized how dumb it was. So a couple right. of them. Yeah. My parents just lied and I thought they never done any drugs at all. Absolutely so. not. I was I was honest. So once they reach a certain age, they, they they get the full story. I believe my father. So I don't know. I am probably smoking some no, weed. Man, I, uh, we decided to take an honesty approach and I think it was the best thing I could have ever fucking done. Very yeah. sure. It's a good plan. Uh I'm sure Skinny's uh gonna be real honest. Oh yeah, we all want to my kids off the gate. They say back shit. I'm talking to them. They're like little. They're little adults. I'm talking to them. So they understand a, shit. It's a much healthier relationship between parents it's and like, kids. Hell yeah, they're like, hey, yeah. welcome to the real world. I mean, damn, I mean, they right. still don't always listen to you, but you know, damn, right? Yeah, um, I have a dog. You listen sometimes. Yeah, there you got go. A dog too. It knows hey, about thing. my uh, like shit. Smoking. You gotta feed it, talk to it. <laughs> I mean, it, it knows it, for it. It knows yeah. your movements. It knows what you're fixing to do before you do it. I guarantee you. I know. I hate how uh, on time the dog is on everything. I hate how their internal clock's so good, like to the minute. Uh, so in the mornings, now that. You know, it used to be in the summer, Kubi would sleep in and I'd be the first to wake up. So the dog would wake me up at like six or six thirty and be like, give me a fucking treat right now. You know, because she's fucking an asshole like that. And um, now Kubi wakes up at like four thirty, five o'clock, something, you know, early as fuck. So now on the weekends, the dogs wake up at like five. Like, hey, someone come on, get up. And I'm like, I'm going to fucking kill this goddamn dog. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, at nine o'clock, she always gets a uh, little breath mint treats or whatever and like i mean at nine o'clock on the yeah. dot it, she will stand up and look at you like let's go come on i gotta get this shit <laughs> like it's just so crazy my max knows what time i get i'll get off work he'll go sit by the door right uh, and there's, i've been sent several pictures like he's waiting on you you know i mean you know, he starts getting antsy if i ain't there within a certain time too yeah th- there's only been like a hand probably less than a handful of times i've the dog stayed the night here that I haven't been here. Like typically it'll go with me, like go to my parents or whatever. And uh, those nods, Kubi's like, it's so annoying because she just like stays up all night and like stares at the door. It was like, he'll be back though. Don't worry about it. They say He's as, coming back. They say as soon as I leave every morning, Max howls for about three minutes straight. And I no am. matter what you say to him, he uh, he gets in his howling thing. He, he can't stop until he does. He just can't. Right. I mean, I wish I've never had a dog that howled. I had a, my friend do. I'm a trainer, the quarterback guy. He had this beagle. And if you yelled his dog's name just real loud and like over and over again, the dog would burst out and it's like, oh, like crazy fucking well, beagle. That's howl. what he's been doing. Like he'll, he'll wake up himself dreaming sometimes. And we're like, Max, Max. Uh, dude, you know, my dog but- gets crazy in dreams. Yeah. It's fun. I always don't know if I should wake him up or not. I don't understand. I don't know dog dream psychology. Uh, Jump in there with her. Supposedly they're having it. My, my wife calls them nightmares. She wakes them up. I see. I see. I mean, to me, I've never like looked it up. She's just, just running. To me, or like her whole, like, you know, her feet are like she's so traumatized about. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Fucking easy life. I know. I actually, my dog is here for me to yell at because I like to yell at things. And I'm like, I yell shit like that too. Like, what the fuck's your big, you can live outside. I yell at shit my dog all the time. Right. <laughs> I'll for being a, a bit mad that you won't play with some toy. And I'm like, fuck out of here. <laughs> 
Um, anyway, you lose your shit, man. It happens. <laughs> yeah, so I think it's a good vent. So anyone out there needs a dog, that's why. So you can yell at them, and they don't care. You know, they'll tell you your family loves you unconditionally, but that's untrue because they get pissed at you if you yelled at them about some dumb shit. But a dog literally doesn't care. Like a minute later, you know, yeah, they are back at you. Hey, love me. <laughs> yeah. So there you go for all y'all broken people out there. Um, all right, I have no plans for episode three hundreds and whatever. Nothing changing on my end. I really feel like the podcast has been pretty good lately, honestly. Uh, I just, I don't share it. People have told me I need to make videos and sharing. We should video this, but y'all act like I fucking got money. And it's just, you know, ain't money how it goes these days. Money bro. Shit. I know. Yeah, we, I don't we, we all got full-time jobs. That's true. Um, so maybe this album comes out and it blows up enough that, you know, we can turn that into we, the big time on the podcast. But until then, you know, we're going to keep on albums. keeping on. And uh, try to have the the guest on that they talk about the cool shit, and uh, we'll see if we'll see if Skinny sticks around for these normal episodes, or we got to do a music episode soon. I don't know how soon, but soonish. So I guess I'll let y'all soon. know that music. Usually um, says that it's like the next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we have like we need like six or seven more songs. So however long that takes to get, and then I'll be like, hey, all right, we need to figure this shit out. Lay some tracks. But Skinny's being football dad, so he's got. Yeah, like, man, times. I got a lot of hey, schedule shit too. coming up too, like <laughs> right. kids' doctor's appointment. And at the end of the month, my wife's going out of town on a business trip to like Arizona, so I'm gonna be like dad and working and yeah, for right. like five six days. Arizona T. Right, I might have Skinny just filling for you that day. <laughs> well, because well, she does leave on a Wednesday the 29th, so no, right. We'll see what happens because he's got soccer practice and yeah, I don't know. I had to play it by ear, man. Yeah, I'm figured out. It won't be a big deal. I know I got a, I'm going to probably make like an album special podcast, maybe. You know, those are fun. I just sit here and listen to my my own album. That'll take up an episode, maybe. We'll see. Listen to Party. Exactly. Kanye West ain't got shit on this. (laughs) Yeah, go take it to the stadium. (laughs) Maybe call one of the big names out and then you'll get some publicity because they'll be calling you out back. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking (laughs) some white rappers about to go after. (laughs) This little no-name podcast. (laughs) There's this rapper named NF because I've been trying to do some research about white rappers for the next episode and I don't really know much about him. But I do know that NF is the name of the skinhead movement in Europe. And I was like, well, I wonder if he knows that because that's a pretty shitty name as a white rapper to have the same name as a skinhead movement in early, you know, in Europe. But anyway, mm. who knows? But he has one of those, you know, certain there's a new type of white rapper that has a really deep voice. There's also like this Marlon Croft guy who's not bad. Yeah, I know, but right. there's like uh, all these white rappers who are trying to go for the deep voice thing. And it's they're yep. stealing it from the British rappers. Is that Post Malone guy considered a rapper? No, he's not a rapper. And not my, I mean, he's never been a rapper. Know what he is. In my opinion, he's never been a rapper. But maybe someone has something I haven't heard. I have. A, I don't know what he sings or anything. Uh, but these fucking British rappers. And I know I'm a hater because I'm just not a big fan. They'll rap all low like this, bro. Like it's all they all do this like octave lower than their natural talking voice. And then so now that's picked up to like white guys in America are also like trying to trying to rap all low, (laughs) rap all low on the beats. And I don't like it. I just don't like it. I'm like, just rap normal and then fucking screw that shit down, you know, chop and screw it. Don't do this fucking like (laughs) forced, forced lowered octave shit. I don't like it. So that's my newest rant on uh, this new breed of white rapper I'm finding. <laughs> um, any opinions on who y'all's favorite white rappers are before I go into this man. episode? You got to man, the, the greatest. Well, yeah, I mean, I think Eminem, because I'm doing yeah, mainstream and Soko's doing uh, the yeah. underground. No ass. 
No, I mean, he's not my favorite. I mean, he won't be well, there. Well, I mean, you had to pick five. I only know two. Right. Well, <laughs> uh, Paul Wall, I think, is going to probably really hop on the list because of what he did for white people at the time where they're like, no, no, white people can be like so down with the culture that black people will think for years they're black until they see a video. No, I mean, I didn't. had friends who would swear down Paul Wall as black. I'm like, motherfucker, I downloaded the still tipping video. He's mm-hmm. white. What are, I don't know I what you want me to black, tell black. you. Last week when I said pit bull, I think I was thinking of Paul Wall. Yeah. See, <laughs> and, I don't know the difference. Uh, and I'm still debating if Lil Dick, he's white, if Jewish counts, but I think he considers himself white. I just don't, yeah. I don't know. I'm going to research that one more before I do this episode, um, but well, we all politically correct. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because what if we ever somebody do the top five Jewish rappers? You know, Ooh, I don't know why, why, he's, he's, he's international. Oh, I know a black Jewish rapper I'll be listening to Drake. No, no, he is though. I believe um, he's Canadian. <laughs> that is true. He is. He is Canadian. Um, anyway, this point with fucking Drake's album. Uh, <laughs> So see what Kendrick Lamar has. He's the next one coming out, I believe, of the major major people. Um, all right, uh, peace, people, and we'll uh, have y'all back on a uh, you know some music shit.